What up, party people? Yeah, that sucked. I'm not doing that again. All right, so I'm going to be talking the NFL draft uh, today. Uh, I don't know much. Uh, I haven't been able to watch or listen to sports that much. I could barely tell you who's picking what and where, but I do know a few things, and I'm here to share them. Enjoy the ad. Okay, so I do not know shit about the NFL draft. I have not listened to the dozens of mock drafts. I have no real interest in it. My teams are not picking first. They are not picking last. So there's something about that that's just like uh, no interest. Um, Even though both uh, Giants and Jets are picking early on, they are... They're not... They are not uh, interesting picks for me because, like, uh, both the Giants and the Jets have their quarterbacks, so it's just a matter of how they do at the end of the uh, draft, not the first round, but the whole draft, and let me know uh, what we have to look forward to as far as hope. Because that's what the draft is, it's hope. Like, I hope this quarterback is good. I hope this... uh, tackle is good. I hope this uh, uh, highly touted wide receiver is good. I hope. So the whole coronavirus thing is putting a monkey wrench into a lot of uh, mechanisms here because uh, I don't think the, they had I, I think they had the combine but I think they had it in such a way that uh it, it didn't go the, uh, as planned. Um, teams haven't been able to do private workouts with uh, players. The like, I'm, I'm pretty sure the combine did uh, like uh, happen, but I'm, I'm trying to remember if it was like before or after. Uh, like uh, everything going nuts. So they were gonna have it in Vegas. Uh, Vegas is not an option because they're not allowed to have groups of people. Um, the draft is going to be not so glitzy this year. Um, you're going to miss the traditional boos uh, at the commissioner, uh, Roger Goodell, uh, unless they uh, pipe them in or they have one guy doing it, which I will commend that one guy for booing uh, the commissioner on principle. So... I don't know uh, much about the draft. Um, Joe Burrow is probably going to be the first quarterback off the board because Cincinnati needs a quarterback. Uh, They've kind of moved on from Andy Dalton, and um, the logic would suggest that they're going with Burrow because if they go Tua, that would be the bravest goddamn thing I've ever seen them do. And more on that later. So... I have no idea who's going second. Um, I think it's the uh, Washington Redskins that are going second. Then it's... um, Washington might be fourth. Uh, I forget who was the second. Like, Miami, like, tried to tank this year, and they ended up with the fifth pick. Um, I think the Giants beat... I think the Giants had the fourth pick. I might be wrong. And then... Washington has the third pick. I think, or, but no, Detroit's in there somewhere too, aren't they? Um, did someone make a trade that I don't know about? Like I said, I don't know shit about this draft this year because I haven't been able to watch ESPN. 
on a regular basis. I haven't been following uh, like the, the radio shows that would inform me of what's going on. All I know is Cincinnati's picking first and Miami's picking uh, fifth. And the beyond that, like I have no real idea. I know there's a lot of people uh, talking about wide receivers in this uh, draft. Uh, there's a guy named CD. There's a dude named Jerry Judy. Um, I don't even know if uh, the two of them are wide receivers. I'm not entirely sure. But, but uh, I'm going to get off this topic because I, the, idea, uh, the number of people that have consecutive, um, like, draft uh, mock drafts that are accurate uh, year to year. I'm not talking about like uh, mock draft 1.0, 2.0 for the same year. I'm talking about like each year these guys uh, nail, let's say 90% of the picks. That means they they miss like uh, uh, two or three teams. Well, that's unheard of. Like uh, the idea of a mock draft is just a like a, a temperature of where people think uh, a, a guy ranks in the moment for what team because uh, there's three um, ways to do the draft one best player available what, whatever uh, player that is uh, the best on on the team's uh, board of players to be drafted uh, that is who they take uh, the Jets have lucked out in this sense in that um, People take guys that they don't uh, uh, consider, like the mock drafts all get it wrong, and the uh, number one pick, because the Jets have sucked so long, kind of is like in that fourth or fifth range that it's like, oh, we'll take Leonard Williams, who was probably the, the best pick of the best player uh, considered at the time. Now, think about this. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, uh, got traded in 14, or not not traded, he got drafted in 14. Now, he was the 12th pick of the draft and went to the Giants. The 12th pick. Now, what they should do, uh, two, three, four years after every draft, let's see uh, how we would draft these guys now. Knowing what we know now about uh, how they turned out in the systems that they turned out in, like, who is worth a uh, first, second, or third pick overall? The best one of all time, or recently at least, might be uh, the Peyton Manning Ryan Leaf debate because, uh, like, you gotta go Peyton Manning. No, you gotta go Ryan Leaf. Well, Colts get uh, Peyton Manning and Chargers get Ryan Leaf, and look where that ended up. Do you want better? Um, Mariota, no, Jameis, Mariota, Jameis. They're both uh, moved on from their uh, respective teams that drafted them. This year, in fact. Uh, back to what I was saying before, Odell Beckham Jr. He got drafted 12th. I looked at the guys, the 11 guys that were drafted ahead of him. Some of them are not stars whatsoever. Like, they might have been a, a need, which is the second way you could draft something. Like, Need, like if you if, if it fills a need, you might be reaching, but you know what? It fills a need, and you're getting the best player at your need. So teams have 
there's no problem with uh, drafting at need for like a fourth, fifth, or sixth round pick. Like, uh, hey, we need uh, s someone to like. So let's put as many in there as possible and see who uh, uh, stands out. Then the third way of looking at the draft is, hey, we're in a, a division. The guys around us uh, have particular talents. Let's maybe get someone that can uh, counter uh, their talents. Uh, so that's one way of looking at the draft. So I have no idea how things are going to go uh, with the draft tonight. However, what I do know is uh, all 31, 30, whatever team, 32, whatever teams, they are all drafting from home. So if some guy's kids are streaming the draft that their dad is uh, drafting, uh, at like, it might be a snake that eats itself because... You're going to have some family moments. I just know it. There's going to be one guy that's like, oh, what could go wrong? Then, like, all the shit's going to go wrong. And then it's going to be hilarious for us. Uh, Dan Lebitard and uh, Mort, um, Chris Mortensen uh, were joking about uh, who should hack the draft uh, to see... Uh, how much chaos and funny can be uh, accomplished. That's a possibility. I'm willing to bet some dog is just going to jump onto the camera and take out the entire uh, setup so that a team uh, like can't have their uh, pick in. Now, here's the great thing about uh, the NFL. They're like, all right, we're going to run through this a thousand times. We're going to make sure that it works so that uh, at the very least, we are going to get through the show without a hitch. However, sun flares, uh, power grid outages, who knows, earthquakes, you never know. So I'm really curious to see how the over-under is going to uh, be for times the uh, NFL has to stop the draft. The... that's what I'm going to be watching for. I'm watching for the chaos. Like, I, w I want to see who goes where because one of the great things about the uh, them doing it is there are people that cover it, like Trey Wingo, for example. Trey Wingo has uh, a task of finding out information about all the guys that could be drafted. Um, the uh, like the fun facts about these players that Trey Wingo comes up with is very entertaining because Trey Wingo will sometimes remember things from years later that I was like, oh, this really stuck with me. So when a player uh, just in the third round gets drafted, hey, you want to hear something about this guy? Uh, him and his grandmother uh, uh, canned their own peaches and uh, made preserves and sold them on the highway. You know, just fun little uh, tidbits like that. The 
the draft, when it's exciting, is when teams trade up. Oh, they traded up? Who they trade up for? Uh, years ago, when uh, Buffalo traded up to get uh, uh, Josh Allen, Mina Kimes, which, who, by the way, I have to watch uh, her watching the draft this year because, it, it like, like, two years in a row, it's been glorious. Like, year one, uh, like, she's on that super chat group or whatever, uh, everybody hanging out. The Mina Kimes is like, oh my god, they 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 uh, moved up to uh, draft uh, Josh Allen, who's been good, just not not particularly accurate. But you know what? White hurdle. Then uh, was it last year? Yeah, it was uh, like last draft. The Giants draft Daniel Jones. Oh my god! Like she has this ability like to uh, really emote her voice naturally so what I'm saying is whatever she's feeling she lets it out and it is uh, great fodder for when if she's right or if she's wrong because uh, one of the greatest things ever was the um, the dude that's like the sideline reporter at the draft he was uh, asking Daniel Jones, it's like, uh, how do you feel? You know, the regular bullshit. And it's like, uh, then he says, uh, Hey, do you want to throw it back to Mina? It's like, okay, Mina throwing it back to you. And uh, like, I don't think the dude was even aware of what just went down, but Oh boy. It's just one of those great, it's one of the greatest sound bites of all time. So that's what I'm watching the draft for because we need sports content and the draft is not sports, but it's sport. It's like the herald of football. It is like we have football coming in and I don't even know if we're going to have uh, people in the state stadium for football this year. It's so up in the air because we're dealing with a coronavirus that they're not going to have a, like they're either going to need uh, super increased testing so that no one with a, a fever can get uh, into the stadium or everyone has to have like an antibody test uh, c- confirming but it's just going to be like uh, empty stadiums for a while S- same thing with college football it can, it's going to be empty stadiums and whether or not like it happens like sooner or later is is the question like it's gonna happen it's just like someone was breaking down like the the money issue like not having college football would be the most cataclysmic event for colleges uh because the majority of their money is um built on their or derived from their football program from attendance so that's where, uh, like, TV money is nice. But when you get to, like, the Power Five, you know, like, the second-tier uh, conferences, even if they're Division One, like, it, they're not the, like, the top 25 schools. Like, they're, they're not the elites. But uh, all their scholarships, all that stuff is um, uh, hinging on the football teams playing. So, uh 
makes uh, paying the players uh, sound very more interesting right now, doesn't it? Even if, because there might not be schools, but there might be college football. So go figure that one out. But anyway, back to the draft. Uh, in closing, I just want to say I want chaos. I want someone's internet to go out. Uh, I want the NFL to have to stop the clock and be like, all right, let's get them back on the line, then we'll get their pick in. Uh, I want someone's kid to just come barging in there. I want, like, a conversation to be overheard of, it's like, hey, did you use the last roll of toilet paper? I want uh, someone's dog to just, like, jump on their lap. Because I know Joe Judge, um, the head coach of the Giants, like, someone was doing a promotion thing where... um, like his dog was on the couch with him as he was, uh, like, discussing uh, draft stuff. So, there's going to be a lot of, uh, like, uh, in-the-moment mascots. But I don't think anyone's hacking the NFL only because uh, whoever, whoever does it is going to ha- have a market like probably up in the NFL, like there's no real slouch markets. The uh, whatever market he, the, the hacker decides to hack, like during whatever pick, or or therefore, because if it fucks up the draft, um, whoever was drafting after the hack is is going to hate this one guy, and like you can beat the government at, like uh, at a court case. Like, if you have the entire country of sports fans after you, you're fucked. All right, so... uh, I have no idea. I'm not going to make any predictions. Uh, All I'm going to say is... uh, Tua Tungabaloa, he got screwed uh, going into this. If he gets... If he gets drafted by a good team and he sits the bench, it worked out for him. But uh, the reason why it's it's a, such a uh, question mark on whether to draft him is first round you want your uh, guys to be plug and play and you want them to be uh, good from the start. So if you have a quarterback that's coming off a hip injury, which, by the way, a hip injury that uh, destroys careers in older people. Like, older athletes like A-Rod, A-Rod before his hip surgeries uh, was great. A-Rod after his hip surgeries was not great. As the quarterback for Alabama, like, he was going to be the number one pick uh, for years, but then he had an ankle injury, got it got sewn up. He was back on the field in a couple weeks. Uh, later that year, later he had the other ankle uh, do the same thing. So a couple weeks back on the field, gets into the uh, a game, uh, bad hip injury, he's out. So Joe Burrow, who had an incredible college career, maybe one of the greatest college careers. Uh, years uh, comes in at quarterback. Uh, like he had one of the best quarterback years in a long time. Like won the national championship and the Heisman, I think. The 
like now he's going to be the number one pick in Cincinnati. Uh, and Tua, great athlete. His ceiling is up there. It is way up there. It is so goddamn up there because he's just like an ideal quarterback. But because of the coronavirus, people haven't been able to work him out. And it's just, it's, it's a clusterfuck. So Tua could go to Miami, which I don't like. I kind of like the coach they have down there. And I like the, the mentality that they have down there, even though they were tanking last year. Um, they still won five. If you're trying to tank and you win five games and you beat the Patriots when they need to, to win to get the bye, uh, you know what? I'll give you some credit. You're good. You're going to be good if you do things right going forward. Um, even though they sucked and uh, it was like the, uh, I don't know, culture down there might be good. But... They're, it's unproven. Do it two years in a row. Like, improve upon what you did uh, the year before. However, if Tua ends up at the Saints, where Drew Brees has a uh, goodbye year, and Tua can learn everything from Drew Brees and uh, sit the bench, oh my God, that would be so great for him. Like, that would be awesome. But... Uh, like I was saying before about uh, drafts, there's three things I there's three things I know about this draft. One, uh, mock drafts are useless. Two, the internet's gonna be uh, jack shit uh, at times. Three, just because someone gets drafted second overall doesn't mean they're gonna be a uh, forever player. So, like in five years, this draft. It could be it could be for shit. Like uh, Joe Burrow is uh, decent, but he's not uh, like a pro. But maybe maybe he's all famer. Um, like uh, the Bengals are not the best organization to uh, try and win at. Then you have uh, Tua, who he could end up in a shit team. He could uh, he could uh, be uh, awesome. He could be an Aaron Rodgers type. He could be. Uh, too broken, like, maybe the first hit of the game, uh, like, takes him out, or whatever, who knows, uh, what could have been, Justin Herbert, uh, who is, like, there's always a guy in the draft that looks like his position, but he, he has, like, a couple knocks on him, like, Justin Herbert, the knock is, he's too tall, he's too tall, he's 6'6", he's one inch taller than, uh, Peyton Manning, who may be, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but the, he's too tall. But otherwise, he looks like the the prototype for a quarterback. Uh, who knows where he goes? Who knows if he's good? Because the problem with the draft is that, like, the problem I had with the movie Draft Day starring Kevin Costner is that the problem I had with the movie is that even if you win the draft. It doesn't mean that you're good. It just means that, uh, like, you have hope. That's what the draft is about, hope. All right. I'm going to go watch the draft later. Uh, might follow up with it and talk about if anything interesting happens. But otherwise, peace.